It's the most all-star studded challenge ever. And this time, it's every competitor for themselves. Best challenge ever! The Challenge All-Stars. New season now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply. Good morning. It is Tuesday, July 7th, and you're listening to the College Football Daily. My name is Trey Scott. I'm back from vacation, and I'm joined by Chris Hummer, National College Football Writer for 24-7 Sports. Chris, what's good, man? Nothing much, man. Just another week and another day. Hoping of co- hoping we have college football soon. Yeah, so you miss a lot when you're when you're out of pocket for a few days. But in coming back and, and figuring out which storyline from the past week, the July 4th holiday weekend to attack first, I think I think we got to go with Caleb Williams, who's the number one quarterback in the 24-7 sports composite for the class of 2021. He committed to Oklahoma on July 4th in a pretty cool video on CBS Sports HQ. You saw some fireworks in the background with the Washington Monument. And he's now the second number one ranked quarterback in the last three years to commit to the Sooners, uh, joining Spencer Rattler, the only five-star player in the class of 2019. And this is all pretty remarkable because Oklahoma has already been considered QBU the last five years, but that was off the back or the backs of transfer quarterbacks, Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray, who were both Heisman winners and number one overall picks. And then Jalen Hurts, who is a second round pick and a a Heisman finalist. So Lincoln Riley is doing things we've never seen before. And I'm just wondering if this is eventually going to have to end up in a national championship. Yeah, we're going there right off the top, huh? I mean, I think I don't I don't actually agree with that. I think that Lincoln Riley has shown that there is a path for his quarterbacks to reach the NFL and not only reach the NFL, do so in very successful and very lucrative fashion. He had back to back number one overall picks with Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray. And then Jalen Hurts came to the school looking like maybe a mid round to late round draft pick. He ended up going in the second round. So Lincoln Riley has proven as a quarterback developer, he can put people in the league and get them paid and give them the best opportunity to move forward. So in that sense, I don't think this quarterback factory is going to slow down if Oklahoma can't win a national championship. I think quarterbacks will still be willing to come to the school because that offense is that prolific and the opportunities are that strong. But for Lincoln Riley to take that next step as a head coach, which is a whole other conversation, that's where the national championship comes into play in my mind. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good point. But uh, eventually, you keep stacking together quarterback after quarterback, and you feel like the time's coming. And I like I get your argument. They they never won a national title or a playoff game with Baker Mayfield or Kyler Murray, who were one of the two best quarterbacks ever in, in the last. Or you know, no, I'll stick with ever. They were they were pretty good. Oh, so number, stats bear out. They are two of the best quarterbacks in college football history. Yeah, so you you say, all right, well, I'd like to see the defense happen for Oklahoma. But again, no one's going to have better quarterback play, you would think, than Oklahoma in the next, I don't know, five years. It looks like they could still be the, the front runner for the number one quarterback in 2022, Quinn Ewers from South Lake Carolina, Texas, who is regarded right now as the best quarterback prospect since Trevor Lawrence. So, like, Lincoln's got... Lincoln Riley's got a lot of guys in his room right now. You love Spencer Rattler as a, as a player who could take Oklahoma back to the playoff, but I just 
I, I just think this is all like they're doing the right thing enough times. And I would be surprised at this point if it doesn't result in a national title. But I guess regardless of that, like there are still other things to play for. They've got a vice grip on the Big 12. And, you know, you, you think that if Lincoln Riley keeps doing this with, with quarterback after quarterback, he's eventually going to go to the NFL. So I don't know. Like you could take this a lot of different directions, but the implications of Caleb Williams committing to Oklahoma pretty vast. Yeah, I, I do agree that Lincoln Riley is eventually going to break through for a national championship. It's just he's too good of a coach not to, and the talent at Oklahoma is too great not to. And we've seen throughout Oklahoma's history, they win national champions. They're going to championships. They're going to break through eventually when that defense catches up. And I think if you look at the way Lincoln Riley recruits and the way he relates to players, he people forget Lincoln Riley is not in his 40s yet. He's one of the youngest head coaches in college football. He's a guy that people love to play for. That is a person who is going to be in this mix for as long as he wants to be. So I agree he's eventually going to break through. What I find almost like as interesting as anything with this conversation is in terms of dominance for Oklahoma as a quarterback uh, kind of factory is three months ago, maybe four months ago, I'm trying to remember the exact timeline, people around Norman were freaking out that Brock Vandergriff, who was a five-star in this class, decommitted from Oklahoma to flip to Georgia, essentially. And then just to kind of put that in perspective, six months later, Oklahoma ends up upgrading from the five-star they had in the class to Caleb Williams, the best quarterback in the class. And that just kind of shows you what Lincoln Riley is able to sell these quarterbacks and pitch these quarterbacks on. He can dump a, well, he didn't dump a five-star, but he can lose a five-star and still manage to upgrade. It's pretty, it's like, it doesn't happen in college football and it's only happening in Norman because of what Lincoln Riley is able to do as a quarterback developer. And quarterbacks are paying attention 12 year old quarterbacks are paying attention 14 year old quarterbacks are paying attention anybody in high school football right now who wants to play quarterback in the nfl is going to have to consider oklahoma for their next stop and that's just what lincoln riley's created the last half decade i'm glad you mentioned vandegrift because we've done the premise of this podcast before is oklahoma is qbu after a five-star commitment although we did it a few months ago with vandegrift and, and with barton simmons and yeah you're right Caleb Williams is an upgrade. He he's his 24 seven sports scouting report compares him to Russell Wilson. And that's according to Charles power, who we have on the podcast all the time. He, he blends Caleb Williams, according to the scouting report, like blends incredible athleticism with one of the stronger arms in the class. And he's got that unique arm movement. That's sort of shades of Mahomes. And I, I think Charles did a really nice job breaking his game down And Oklahoma goes up to Washington, D.C. to get Caleb Williams. So, look, they got Spencer Rattler from Arizona, getting Caleb Williams from D.C. And that national type of recruiting does speak to the fact that kids everywhere, parents everywhere, and trainers everywhere are taking notice of the fact that this is the premier place to develop quarterbacks. Yeah, I'd point out with Caleb Williams, too. Excellent athlete, guy who runs a sub 4.6 in the 40. 37 inch vertical with like a really good shuttle time too. So he does it all, but yeah, it's just like production more than anything else. When you're talking about quarterback development matters, like it's the easiest position to kind of look at the board and see who's done best at it. Like offensive line development, offensive line play. There are no stats to really illustrate it. You could say the same thing about some other positions in college football, but quarterbacks are exposed and no quarterback room has done better than Oklahoma the last couple of years. Uh, we've seen it 
for five straight years, we've had five straight Heisman finalists from Oklahoma. Baker Mayfield was a three-time Heisman finalist. Kyler Murray obviously won the award and Jalen Hurts last year. And when you're watching college football, you can't help but kind of turn on the TV and see that Oklahoma has 49 points uh, by the end of the fourth quarter most week. And it's just like, it's a fun system to play in. And quarterbacks have a lot of kind of um, say at the line. They get to make a lot of decisions. It's a cooperative kind of process with Lincoln Riley, and he puts them in the best position to succeed. And if you're a parent or you're a player looking for the best path to the league, I don't think there's much question as to who gives that. And that's why Lincoln Riley's cleaning up. Do we expect Lincoln Riley to at all go back down the path of grad transfer quarterback if you could if he can get the best guy out there? If there's a Jalen Hurts out there in a few years, because when you start mapping out the succession plan, well, you, you're gonna go Spencer Rattler, who took a red shirt last year, but played some behind Jalen Hurts. How long he plays in college is anyone's guess. We will we'll assume safely he'll be an NFL draft pick, probably a first rounder. And then I guess the bridge there between him and Caleb Williams may be an opportunity to take a grad transfer, but like you're going to get far enough down the line with Spencer Rattler that Caleb Williams won't just be a true freshman. He will have time in the system. I think it's going to be interesting though, to see if Lincoln Riley is tempted to go back down uh, the route that really put him on the map. Yeah, I think that's, I actually think it's a really compelling question. Would you rather have the best quarterback transfer every off season and just plug and play, or would you rather take the best quarterback in the class and develop them? I still think hmm. this, I think the development part is still the answer. Not only do you get that player for longer, but they get more ingrained into your system. They have an opportunity to grow and develop chemistry with the players around them. Plus it's more sustainable. Uh, the transfer market, no matter what happens is always going to be a risk. You don't know who's going to be there, but I think there's room for both. I think we saw that with Jalen Hurts. At that time, Oklahoma's likely starting quarterback was Austin Kendall. Tanner Mordecai, who's going to compete with Spencer Rattler this offseason for the job, is still really young. And while Austin Kendall was an FBS starter, he played a couple games at West Virginia last year as a starter and was would have been a good player in Lincoln Riley's offense. I think Lincoln Riley knew he needed another kind of gap year at quarterback before Spencer Rattler could take over. And that's what he went out and got. And I have no idea how this is going to fall out the next couple of years. Oklahoma's plan in their mind is going to be Spencer Rattler this year, next year, while Caleb Williams red shirts in 2021. And then Caleb Williams is a starter in 2022, 2023. And then you bring another elite prospect into play, but you never really know what happens in college football with injuries and such. And I think the window is always open for transfers. And it's not like Lincoln Riley is going to have a hard time selling a transfer quarterback on coming in if necessary. So I think I think Lincoln Riley's kind of found a new age kind of quarterback room process that's as good as it gets in college football. Yeah, to answer your question, the the you, you go with the the sustained development of your program, although there is a quite a high upside with a graduate transfer. And if you look at the pickings available in the last few seasons, Jalen Hurts, JT Daniels, De'Eric King, Justin Fields. You can get the best player in college football in that little window. I think it's interesting too. Lincoln Riley, he gets he get, we we always talk about him and his transfer quarterbacks, and I do that too. But him and Baker Mayfield sort of grew up together in a sense, right? Like it wasn't like Baker Mayfield was a one year wonder at OU. He played under Lincoln for three seasons, 
uh, when Lincoln was first the offensive coordinator. Those two really kind of, in a way, owe their careers to one another. Kyler Murray was a transfer, but not a one-year transfer either. He was he was Baker Mayfield's backup in 2017. So Jalen Hurts is really Lincoln Riley's only true one-year transfer. I also remembered you remember this too, Chris. I th- I believe it was it was your story, or it was one of your interviews. But when we were in San Antonio for the All American Bowl two two bowls ago, you or Steve Wiltfong had an interview with Spencer Rattler getting his quotes about what he had been told by Lincoln Riley regarding the fact that the Sooners were likely to pursue a graduate transfer. And I remember there was a distinction between his comfort level with Lincoln Riley taking Jalen Hurts, who's a one-year guy, versus his comfort level with Lincoln Riley taking Justin Fields, who was at least a two-year guy. Oh yeah, for sure. I remember that too. I think, I think Steve and I, we talked to him back to back. I don't remember which one of us actually got that quote, but yeah, Spencer Rattler was very adamant at the time that he felt comfortable sitting for a season, but it's a different thing altogether when you bring in a, at the time, Justin Fields was a freshman quarterback and enter him in the room. That means not only is there competition for you next season, there's competition for you for multiple years. Right. And I think you're not going to, the, Good thing about graduate transfer quarterbacks are, for the most part, high school quarterbacks are not going to be scared off by that. I think some people have thoughts about themselves starting immediately, but realistically, if you go into a place like Oklahoma as a quarterback, you're not expecting to start immediately. So I think if kind of it came down to it, maybe in 2020, am I doing this math correctly? 2022, let's assume Spencer Rattler goes on to the NFL following his junior season. There's a scenario in which a redshirt freshman Caleb Williams might be okay sitting behind a graduate transfer quarterback, but I think, but I do, th- but I do think, as Charles Powers pointed out, I think a lot recently, you always want to play the younger quarterback and take your chance with the more talented quarterback. And now that Lincoln Riley has that guy in his room and Spencer Rattler, and he'll have that guy in his room with Caleb Williams, I'd be surprised if he tries to rock that boat by going with more experience. The College Football Daily will be right back. It's the NFL offseason, but on Pick 6, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, the football season never stops. Host Will Brinson, John Breach, and Tyler Sullivan are joined by analysts like Brady Quinn, Leslie Ducible, Katie Mox, and R.J. White to keep you in the loop on everything happening around the league. Whether it's free agents signing with new teams, the all-important NFL draft, or schedule release day, Pick 6 has you covered. As the face of the league changes with every team move and player pickup this spring, Pick 6 is a must-listen. Download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and anywhere podcasts are found. So Oklahoma has this monopoly now on the Big 12. You know, titles dating back to when Bob Stoops was the coach. Consecutive titles. And, like, if if, if we look at preseason odds for the Big 12 right now, they're the favorite, which really says a lot, Chris, because the other team who you might consider a favorite, like a Texas has a senior quarterback. This should be UT's season. Oklahoma State has this wonderful offensive trifecta. This should be their best team in five to 10 years. And yet it's still going to be Oklahoma who's going to be the preseason conference favorite. And that's, again, in a year in which they're going to be starting a new quarterback, a redshirt freshman. It makes you really think, if this train keeps rolling the way we think it is, what's going to stop them or keep them from winning 
five straight, six straight, seven straight Big 12 Conference Championships moving forward. I think outside of injury, the only thing possible here would be Lincoln Riley finally being tempted by an NFL job. Yeah, I think when it when you're talking about Oklahoma, it's all about consistency. We've had five straight seasons of 11 wins or better, five straight Big 12 championships. And maybe we're all wrong this year. I think I actually think this Oklahoma team is a little more vulner, vulnerable than it's been in a couple, the last couple of years uh, because of actually some skill deficiencies given the injuries they've had on that side of the ball. But it's just we have faith in Oklahoma and that progn- our prognostication. And I, I do agree. I don't know if Oklahoma is going to win 12 straight Big 12 championships or 10 straight Big 12 championships, but as long as Lincoln Riley's there, they're going to be the favorite. And unless he goes to the NFL, I don't, I don't see that changing. And maybe, maybe he wins a national championship and gets tempted by a greater challenge. But as I understand it, and as he had many opportunities this off se- last offseason, he is very comfortable in Norman and very comfortable in a situation. So I at least in the short term, I'd be surprised if he made a jump to the NFL. If he told the Cowboys no, I don't really know who he would uh, rather work with. I, I was going to say, I spent all of last fall thinking he was going to be the next Dallas Cowboys head coach. All of the fall. Yeah, and there's, like, I don't have this from any sources or anything. You're a Cowboys fan. Yeah, yeah he, like, there's no way Jerry Jones hired Mike McCarthy without giving Lincoln Riley a courtesy call. Like, there's no chance. And... I just think if Lincoln Riley, who grew up in West Texas, who grew up watching the Dallas Cowboys, if he's going to turn on the Dallas Cowboys with a pretty established quarterback in Dak Prescott, it's not like that roster is devoid of talent right now. If he's turning down that job, I don't know what NFL job he's going to take. Well, in a year before that, he was not interested in the Cleveland Browns opening. Uh, and that was, and that, yeah, that was an obvious link with Baker Mayfield. So I don't know. I think, I think this thing is going to keep going for a long time. I, I think Caleb Williams will be. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I would bet pretty good money that he he goes to New so York. He's the Heisman finalist at one point. Yeah, 100%. absolutely. Yeah, so they're gonna. Caleb Williams will eventually he'll win a Big Twelve title. He will trip to New York. He'll probably he'll probably make a college football playoff appearance, and that's just how it's going at OU. So and Trey, I, go what? ahead. That sentence you just said, like you just assumed that he was going to win a Big 12 title. You just assumed he was going to go to New York and you just assumed he was going to go to the college football playoff. There are what, like maybe four teams in college football where you can guarantee even a semblance of that opportunity right. over the long term. And that just illustrates why Oklahoma is so successful recruiting quarterbacks. Like Clemson, you can guarantee you're going to go to the playoff. And when I don't, it, I don't, yeah, and maybe when a, nat, a natty for sure, when an ACC, Trevor Lawrence is going to probably, if, if he doesn't go to New York this fall, he'll be one of the best football players ever to not be a Heisman finalist. Um, Ohio State, you have all those op- opportunities. LSU, of course, Alabama. But that's, it's, a, it's, you can count it on one hand. You can count it on one hand. And we have to remember that Oklahoma is a team situated much further west than those other schools. Like, I know that doesn't really matter, and they just took somebody from Maryland, but it is an opportunity in this region of the country that, like, other players don't have, or at least a more crowded situation in the southeast. Like, Oklahoma has a pretty wide swath that it can recruit from and pick from and sell people for. And I I think all of those factors just kind of combine into a product that's been extremely successful you do sense though that the noise is growing louder about oklahoma's playoff issues and that if that continues for two to three seasons like that's what's going to link that's what lincoln riley is going to be known for per his detractors yeah 
I guess that's true. But also, like, if I was Lincoln Riley, I'd be like, I guess I have that criticism, but we have a chance every year. It's and, like when people got mad at LeBron James for not winning all the finals. Yeah, like despite, had, yeah. Despite the fact that he dragged the Cavaliers into the finals in a couple situations where they had no business being. And you could argue last year, Oklahoma had no business being in the college football playoff. Jalen Hurts was not as good as Baker Mayfield or Kyler Murray. That defense, while improved, was still an issue. But Lincoln Riley crafted an offense that year that was good enough to get the team to the playoff when maybe they weren't expected to be. And I think that's a credit to Lincoln Riley. And he can he can sell that. Also, like they were very close. And people probably are going to like push back on this. But they were very close to beating Georgia in 2017. Absolutely. And, and had Oklahoma beating Georgia that week, I really think Oklahoma would have been the heavy favorite against Alabama, an Alabama team that had not yet turned its offensive switch. So, I mean, we're playing a lot of what ifs here, but I don't think Oklahoma was too far away from a national championship in 2017. It's not like the gap is that wide. Yeah. I think people will be natural um, to overreact to 2019 where they got blasted by LSU, but LSU is an all time, all time team. And I'm convinced that we're going to look back in five years and take a 10 year survey of Oklahoma's quarterbacks and Jalen hurts will be the worst of those guys. And that's really nothing against Jalen hurts, but you wrote this after the big 12 title game against Baylor. They won in spite of him. Like that, that was Lincoln Riley. That was a really good job by Lincoln Riley to get them to the playoff because Jalen hurts in November of 2019 really showed a lot of the limitations that had him on, on the outs in Alabama. Yeah, I don't, I don't think people understand how much Lincoln Riley changed his offense last year. It's, he'd always had kind of a spread, kind of hybrid system, but he, he put in so many kind of run power reads for his quarterback last year that weren't a part of his offense with Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield. He really had to work around a quarterback with limitations and an offensive line, by the way, which was the worst Oklahoma's had in five seasons and kind of make that work from a run game perspective because Jalen just couldn't do things as a passer especially from going to your second year, third read. There was a lot of half field stuff for Jalen last year that Baker and Kyler didn't really have to have the limitations for. There was just, there was just some salt, small, subtle things that Lincoln Riley did last season that really worked the offense around Jalen Hurts, which is a credit to Lincoln Riley to be able to do that. But that offense wasn't humming the way it had been in previous years. And I would point out in the LSU game, Oklahoma lost its best player, Kenneth Murray, in the second quarter, their best pass rusher, Ronnie Perkins, was suspended, and their best corner uh, was hurt two weeks before that. So, like that. Oh, dog. No, 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 I, no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, it was not the best circumstance for Oklahoma. They got killed. Like, there's no question about they that. Were, yes. Yes. Like, no doubt. And that LSU team was way better than Oklahoma was. I'm just saying that that score looks really bad, and people are going to focus on that when you can kind of push back on that narrative a little bit if you dig in. Well, if you're an Oklahoma fan, this was a really fun episode. I think if you're just a general college football fan, you, you probably learned something. And I think, Chris, if you're in a tech, if you're a Texas alum, it's probably not the most fun episode. <laughs> but this, we've seen this, we've seen this since the 2000s. This is Oklahoma, Josh Heupel to Jason White, Jason White to Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford was a Heisman winner, and he gives way to Landry Jones, who was not as good and it's not as fondly remembered, but still reset OU's passing records and Oklahoma just does this. So this is, but this is, this is something different. This is, this is tough to grapple with if you're, if you're a conference foe of the Oklahoma Sooners. Yeah. It's like, it's, 
if you're looking at like big 12 preseason lists, like you see Spencer Rattler and Heisman odds and Sam Ellinger and Brock Purdy and any other year would be two of the best kind of quarterbacks in the country. And they just are at, I'm not, they're not afterthoughts, but we're just talking about Spencer Rattler talking about Spencer Rattler. And it's just all because of what Oklahoma does at that position. hundred percent. All right. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode of the college football daily. We would love a five-star rating on Apple podcasts helps us keep visibility Hi, and if you have something you'd like for us to talk about, um, if, if you want us to spend 20 minutes talking about your team, we'll probably do it because content's a little bit dry right now. So just leave us a suggestion in the Apple reviews section for Chris Hummer, for our producer, Tony Levitt. I'm Trey Scott. We will see you on Wednesday for the next edition of the College Football Daily. ever set foot outside of the motel you will be shot don't miss the new showtime limited series based on the international bestseller for the last four years i've been a prisoner why are they keeping you here starring emmy award winner ewan mcgregor this is the brave new world that you dreamt of be very careful you are still a prisoner here everything in this new world comes at cost this is still my country a gentleman in moscow now streaming on paramount plus only with the paramount plus with showtime plan